Bravery is being the only one who knows you're afraid. E. E. Franklin. Welcome to the New Earth Mavens podcast, where you're reminded of what you forgot to remember that you've known all along. I'm Fanny, and today I want to talk to you about doing brave. Do you think of yourself as a brave person? Well, you should. Is courage built in? Little kids seem to embrace everything with abandon. And they don't think about needing to be brave on the playground. They just beeline for the slide. They just do that. Where did we lose that? We were told, watch out, you'll fall. Maybe one too many times. Did our parents make us realize there were things to be afraid of and that we could no longer do them without summoning bravery first? In the last couple of years, wow, the last couple of years, most of us felt a need to summon bravery just to leave the house even. Visiting sick relatives, weddings, funerals, backyard barbecues, they they weren't for the faint of heart. When we're doing brave, we're doing something that scares us, but we're doing it anyway. Let's look at that quote again. Bravery is being the only one who knows you're afraid. Think of some of the instances where this was true for you, where you kept it together, you stayed calm, kept breathing continued being competent, didn't get triggered, and behave like you knew you had this. And because of that, so did everybody else in the room. So let's have a look at what doing brave looks like, just in case you weren't sure. You're brave just for existing. It's hard. Existing is freaking hard. Some places in the world, for sure much harder than others. But if you believe in reincarnation, you know that we picked our parents. We picked where we live and the challenges that we've agreed to overcome. And each time we summon the bravery to deal with it, we then transcend it. When you get up and keep going, even though your world is challenging at best, remember this too shall pass will help you to persevere. You're brave when you step up to the plate for somebody who can't do it for themselves, the very elderly, the mentally challenged, the most innocent and vulnerable of us all, the children. You're doing brave when you step forward and speak your truth. Whatever it is, it's yours. It has value, but it takes guts these days. But I think people feel more encouraged and aligned to tell the truth because they want to help the world. You're brave when you remain a nice person, even though many seem to take advantage of your good nature. Anyone who's nice can attest to that. And instead of not being a nice person anymore, you use it to become stronger. You realize that when people aren't nice, it's not about you. You're brave for every effort that you put into yourself to improve who you are because you know life is worth it. And quality of life is dependent on it. It's so easy to stay on the couch and yet so personally rewarding to get up. Makes you feel so good about yourself every time you do something you don't want to do that's meant to be good for you. You're brave every time you say no after a lifetime of saying yes. That's hard. And there's a lot of us out there, a lot. And it's something you learn. It's something you get better at. 
but it will change your life. Oh, and by the way, people don't like that. They don't like that no thing. So you'll have to get used to them. And you're brave. And this is a metaphor I have because I know somebody who had an accident on a bridge once and then they had to cross it eventually again. So it's a metaphor for me for being brave to face your fears. So let's talk about what builds your bravery muscle. Living. <laughs> living, just living. It takes guts to, to live a quality life, to not let it get you down. You're not obligated to feel down just because the world has gone to hell in a handbasket. You're not obligated to have a shitty life. In fact, abundance and happiness is your birthright. So to be aware of what's going on and yet live a good life, personally, I think that's the art of living. Something else that builds your bravery muscle is when you need to walk away from a person or a situation. And boy, we're getting a lot of that these days, aren't we? But when the quality of your sanity, your happiness and peace depend on it, you'll summon the bravery and you'll walk away. You'll draw lines in the sand, put up your boundaries. You'll be pretty proud of yourself for it. Another way that we really stretch our bravery muscle is when we say goodbye to a loved one, telling them it's okay to go. That seems so important to them, doesn't it? Saying goodbye to a pet, wow, that's really hard too. You have to be brave, especially when you've had to ask someone to do it for you. Oh, that's big. That's a real act of love, by the way. Another way is to compete, like in sports. Gosh, some of the stuff people do, X Games and the Olympics, I mean, all that time and training, the stuff they do, I really salute them. I had to include them on this list. Another way to build your courage muscle is living an authentic life unapologetically. It is the most worthiest of goals. It doesn't often happen until later in life, your 50s, 60s for sure, but it's worth it. And it's the best, especially when you don't apologize anymore. It's not like you go around trying to hurt people, but you also know that if you do, sometimes that's what happens. Standing out, it's easy for some, <laughs> but for others who are big introverts that are trying to answer their calling, it's a big stretch. So I salute you too. Trusting the divine, Ooh, that's going to build your courage muscle. Let go, let God, faith in a divine connection was taken out of society, really. You see where that got us. Build your bravery muscle to trust yourself, trusting yourself so you can go out in the world, not depending on being able to trust others, but trusting that you are going to be a great judge of character. Your solid feet are on the ground. You know what you've been through. You know what you're not going to let in again. You've learned your lessons. Sometimes you feel like you just have to trust somebody without even knowing them. I think that was expected of us for many, 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 many years. But it's about trusting you. And then you're not afraid of somebody hurting you or letting you down. Because the moment you get an indication that they're doing it, you trust you to shut that shit down. 
Trust you. You're going to love that. You're going to so love that. And of course, believing in yourself. I'll tell you, this is a big one. When you have a calling or you want to achieve some goals or dreams, one of the most difficult things to realize is we only have ourselves to believe in us. Might have been different when we were kids and people were rooting for us playing baseball and, you know, the, the musical or whatever it was. But when you're an adult, people don't really like rooting for you. It's disheartening. But what it does, it makes you stronger. Just keep persevering. I think most people who don't support when we're trying to do something that requires encouragement and support and belief, I think they're just mad at themselves because they're not as far along in their life as they feel they should be. And your success just reminds them of that. I believe they're suffering from divine discontent. They're upset. They don't know why. It's because they're not fulfilling what they said they were going to do. As soon as you clue into that, everything shifts. And then leaving our comfort zone. Oh, that really builds the bravery muscle. So the idea is prepare for whatever you need to do that's going to be outside your comfort zone. Really prepare so that you're confident and then do it as fast as you possibly can. That way there's no time for negative self-talk. No time to talk yourself out of it. Prepare and do. You know what else really builds your bravery muscle? is healing from grief, addiction, anything that really takes courage. And sometimes for things like addiction, we don't have anybody in our corner by the time we're ready to heal. It's between you and God. God's got your back. I promise you, God's got your back. Being seen, people, I love being seen. They're just being seen on the outside. The being seen I'm talking about is being seen for who you are. Your vulnerability, your heart, your sweetness, the things that get you triggered, that's being seen. But takes guts. Making a decision for a big life change, a big move, a change of who you spend time with, these things take courage. Hopefully, a lot of thought goes into it. But when you make the decision that it's right for you, all of a sudden the bravery just comes in and sticks to you like honey and supports what you're trying to do. One of the things I think it might take the most bravery for is owning the dark side of yourself. I mean, that is part of being seen not many of us let others see that unless it slips out, but we all have it. We have to look at it at some point in our life. We have to make friends with our dark side because a lot of times it originates in our childhood and it's worth looking at because when you trace it back, you'll see it doesn't belong there or it's not as big as you thought it once was. You could explain it away or even just say, wow, they were so wrong about me then. Explore your dark side. That's how you really soar in this world. That's how you make your life amazing. Everyone's called to do this. Things will come into your life to trigger it, but just look at it. Have compassion. It's the things we've accumulated along the way that we swept under the rug that now causes trouble as grown ups. 
really worth looking at, but takes a lot of bravery. You might even want to think about doing it with somebody who knows what they're doing, counselor, psychologist, if you feel you could use the help, because it could get a little bit deep. You know what else will exercise your courage muscle? Asking for what you need. How hard is it to ask for what you need? It is the most amazing thing. Personally, I think it's cultural. We've learned to just not ask for what we need. And how often has somebody had the courage to ask you for something, a favor, help with something? And you were so delighted to do it. You love that they asked you. You'll help them the next time too. But if I don't have the guts to ask them for something that I need, then I deny them the chance to be generous, to step up, open their heart. Does that make it a little easier? And speaking of that, something else that will strengthen your courage muscle is looking at yourself in the mirror. Like just stand there, look at yourself and say nice things and mean it. I don't think we really spend a lot of time talking to ourselves, saying nice things. It's very hard to do at first when you're having trouble liking yourself for some reason. When you're in a dark place, keeping one foot in front of the other takes courage. And with each step, your courage muscle builds stronger and stronger. Really, no matter how small the steps, don't berate yourself. Every step you take is a reason to feel proud of yourself. When I was struggling many years ago now, I'm a very visual person. So I had an image in my mind of a pair of, I don't know if you remember, a lot of you won't, but some will, galoshes. Remember those boots that you put on over maybe other boots or your socks or whatever, but they had a buckle at the top. They were made of rubber. We call them galoshes. And I had this vision of these boots stepping in deep mud one after the other. And at the end of this winding path that's very mucky is a sunrise. And so there's one galosh. Galosh, is it? Is one a galosh? <laughs> okay, boot. Let's call it a boot. There's one full of mud because it just came out and the other one going in. And it's that one foot in front of the other. I'm not kidding you. That was amazing for me because as I started getting myself out of my situation, the mud in my visualization was less and less thick. And eventually when I saw it in my mind's eye, I was on pavement. So that was cool. That's a little visualization I had that I carried throughout my whole life and just watched it change as my life changed. Another thing that will build your bravery muscle is getting married and then being a parent. It takes guts. It's not easy. And I salute anybody who gets married and or becomes a parent. Oh, especially a parent. These days, I really, really have a lot of respect for all of you. And I, I hope there's people who will support you in doing the right thing as you see it. And the final thing, last but not least, beginning again. It takes a lot of courage to start over. Most will stay where they're at because it's familiar. It's less scary. It's 
the devil they know. A long time ago, a friend of mine said to me when I first met her, she said, never be afraid to start again. And it seemed like a simple enough piece of advice, but that's something else that has stuck with me. And I have begun again, and it's taken tremendous courage. And when you're not afraid to begin again, you become brave enough to do much bigger things as well. So let's talk about growing bravery. Because I don't think you grow at all if you don't do anything that requires bravery. Honestly, what kind of dull life would that be? Is it satisfying? Would you feel good about yourself? I don't know, but I don't think you grow. And I'm pretty sure that's why we're here. Because everywhere I look, there's opportunities for learning. So I think that's part of it. You got to do things that scare you. Making friends with failure is an important way to grow your bravery. It's essential, in fact. I think it serves as a signpost that's meant to aid you along your journey. You learn vital lessons. And as I said, life is full of lessons. I believe culture has been curated for generations, making people believe they're less worthy if they fail. And it's one of the many ways to ensure people never get the confidence to stand up and maybe ask hard questions and maybe even challenge authority. Be brave enough to let the initial embarrassment just wash through you because that sting really only lasts for moments and then it's completely gone. Unless you really screw up, then, well, you know, it might take a little while more. Bigger lessons, more apologizing. And then think of ways just to change that. Failure is just one of the ways it didn't work. Do your research, whatever's necessary, just to correct it. I think we've been raised to believe that failure will crush us. So don't pursue it. It's too painful. And that often succeeds in keeping us down. But by continuing, by persevering, it can also elevate your self-esteem because you learned and you grew from it. You're grateful for the experience. And the great thing about that is you get to choose it. The response to failure, that's yours. That is entirely yours. So be careful with it. Be kind to yourself. You become brave when the fear of not doing something is greater than the fear of doing it. Don't wish for an easy life. Wish for the bravery to live a life that's full with memorable, meaningful experiences that grows you into the kind of person that you're proud of for doing the work, for answering the call, for stepping up. You got this. Well, my friends, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on Doing Brave and found it useful. Uploads are Fridays. Until then, be brave.